In this week's episode, we take a look at yet another handheld with a Parmax Portal Retro. Plus, a new take on an old classic. I'm Barry. And I'm Anthony. And this is episode 111 of the Retro Gaming Dads podcast. The podcast for the retro and retro-inspired. Come on then, as we always do, what have you been playing? Um, Or what have you been picking up this week? I've I've not been playing anything, but I did pick up a Navigate. I'm assuming that's what you're alluding towards. Yes, I am. Yes. Oddly enough, you sent me a message on the day that I picked it up going, oh, look what I've seen in um, cash converters in Southport. Yeah. And what was well, it? Was £85. It, pound. it was £80. So it was £80. £80. Pounds pounds. Cash in Southport. And it, I think it, had, it came with, I think it were two games, but yes so yours was the deluxe set i think it was the one that you sent me so Mm. this is the evercade versus and i just seen one in my local cash converters for 49.99 which came with free games so one of them was the one with double dragon that's the one that Mm. was in the box and then the two separate games that it came with one of them was i think it was a pico collection which to be honest the only game I really recognized on that was um, Soccer Kid, which to me feels very much like a poor man's Marco's Magic Football. (laughs) And, oh gosh, what was the other one? I know it's got super skid marks on it, but I can't can't remember what collection it is. Codemasters, that's it. So you got like Cosmic Spacehead, Linus Spacehead, um, super skid marks. That's the one that I have had a little go on. Although Elliot was with me and the whole way back he was like can we play games on your box can we set your new box (laughs) up can i play some games and to be honest it's quite good um we have talked about it in the past it It only came with one controller unfortunately can you plug any of the usb controller into it too so i'm sure you can can't you i i don't know i was thinking that i seem to remember saying something about it yeah I have got some USB controllers, so I might chuck them in and give it a go. I must admit, I do not like the controller it comes with. Do you not? Why it's... is that? <sighs> it obviously wants to emulate some of the older controllers, like the original yeah. NES or the Mass System, except it's got shoulder buttons on it. But it's it's actually too big. The okay. next time you come around, you'll have to have a look. I picked yeah, it up I'll, and thought, mm, yeah, I'll, I'll it's, too, it. it's too big for the shape that it is. It's it's playable. It's playable, don't get me wrong, but yeah. it definitely feels like it would have been better if it was a little bit smaller. But as we talked about when we talked about it um, last year, I think it came out, you can put two cartridges in at a time. And the nice thing is it just puts all the games on your main screen in one go. Okay. So you don't have to pick which one you want to play and then what game on that cartridge. It just shows you everything as a list. So it seems pretty cool. It 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 does sound a cool idea. And so I'm glad you picked up so we can both give it a go. Oh, I want to play Yeah, I'll have around. to pick up at least another controller. Um yeah. I might I pick up a few more games as well. One does work on it. Yeah. Well, I'll say I've got plenty of USB controllers, so give them a shot. You see, but yeah, you... fifty pound. Couldn't say no to that. Oh, I no. actually, I actually did say no to it. Actually, a lie. And then I got home. I was like, I should have got that. So I, I went think, back. Like, went I back the following you, day. 
Well, I said because I, I, I sent it to you like, oh yeah, you know, I saw it at fifty pounds, and then next you know you message saying, I picked it up. Well, <laughs> like, it was the following day that I picked it up. It's your fault. I messaged you back going, no, nah, I'm being good. I only would have bought it just because I'd seen <laughs> it, and then because you sent me that, I was like, but it was a really good deal. And then I got like FOMO, was fearing that I was going to miss out <laughs> on this deal. I was like, I've got to go back. I've got to go and get it. Pick it up. <laughs> well, so, you've got it. So <laughs> that's it. I've got it. Um, it is nice having cartridges with manuals as well. That was um, right. seemed very novel. It's it's been a while since any games came with cartridges. It any was. games came with manuals. I could say cartridges. I knew what you meant. Yeah. But, okay. Now. How have you did miss out? We played Quake Two last night together. Oh yeah, we we did have a good little go on Quake Two. I, yeah, it was quick. I did enjoy it. It looks. It very was only nice. about twenty minutes though. Doesn't really. 20, no, it's like forty minutes. It took us ages to get through. That. Oh, we still only done one level. I know the levels. I didn't realize it was going to take us so long to do one level. Yeah, I think it you thought every time there was a loading screen that we were going on to next level, didn't you? Well, or at least initially. Yeah. Yeah. Did, and then I realized how long we actually are. And there's a lot of back and forth as well. You've got to do between the levels as try and progress. Oh, yeah. At the end, weren't we just like, there's no there's no enemies in this area, so yeah, we don't we think this is where we need to be. <gasps> there's three enemies on this area. Let's go here. This must be it. Mm. No, we did do that. So that was quite fun. And um, jumping lunch today, I did a quick, I did the, f- I hadn't finished the first mission, so I finished the first mission off today. Just got that done. Oh, of uh, Quake or yes, a Quake. Yeah, a Quake. Right, two. right. I played. I did. Quake I whilst whilst I'm lunch, Esther and the kids are out, so I thought I'll quickly, I'll quickly finish off the first mission. Um, right. But also, do I'm I'm really excited for Starfield. So to get in the mood, I've been playing Everspace Two on. The I did see you on Everspace. I might do. I had. I had a little go on that. Um. So I was streaming that. Except Ellie was like, "Can I do it?" And he's just flying in between the asteroids. I'm like, "Yeah." Oh yeah. Kind of want to progress with this, and he's going, "No, can I shoot the asteroids?" And then he flew into a minefield and killed me. So that was the end of <laughs> that. At times, so I'm playing. So one thing, really, really sad, but one thing I really enjoyed is that when you're starting the game and choosing the difficulty, it says you will get all the achievements on any difficulty. It's like, oh, okay, oh, so I have to play the hardest then. So click normal, easy, fast, stop it. <laughs> I was like, now I know I don't have to play hard to get all the achievements i'm fine so yeah. that's nice um well you might be looking forward to starfield which we're not that yes. far away from now but no not at all i'm looking forward to armored core oh have you seen you know the what? new trailer i have and i really want it it's coming out so armor core comes out in three days comes out on the 25th um well by the time you hear this podcast it'll sorry. already be out yeah by the time you heard this it's out we've been playing it but oh it looks nice. My only little gripe, though, is for me the mechs are too skinny. They need to be bulkier, in my opinion. That's just me. Well, no, because they're armored core sort of mechs, and they can be as skinny or as bulky as you want, depending on your parts. I know, but watching the trailer, which is a fantastic trailer, and it will be in the show notes. I just p- prefer them to be bulkier because it gives. I think a bit what more it is that. is, it's not that the mechs aren't bulky. You can certainly. Even in the trailer, it shows some really heavy legs. Yes. So I'm assuming they're not just going to have heavy legs and little tiny torsos. You'll have like corresponding parts. I think in the trailer, though, they're really showing off the verticality of these stages. So yeah. they're wanting to have people 
jetting around a lot more and exploring them that way. I must admit, I have watched a couple of videos of people completing some of the early missions. Okay. One was called something like The Wall. And they're attacking like this, well, as the name implies, a giant wall. And it's just got cannons all over it. Oh. And this guy's just jetting around, dodging all these missiles and just wiping out everything on the wall. But then gets really vindictive about it. And it's just wiping out every single gun <laughs> on the wall. And he just, he runs off. Uh, sorry, there was another one as well where this airship comes in and he's going around firing missiles, got like a chain gun or a machine gun. And he runs out of ammo and just throws it to the floor, jets up onto it, lands on top of his bit and starts punching it. <laughs> everyone's like, mm. he's fist fighting an airship. Oh. It does look... The trailer looks very weird. Some of it I watch and I was like, definitely Armored Core. And then yeah. some of it, I can see where maybe there's like a little bit of a Souls-like... Well, what influence. was with that boss who had like I don't know like a ring around his tongue that like... fires all the missiles? Yeah, yeah, it comes out. There seems to be a lot more emphasis on melee than yes. previous games. Like oh, I know yeah, previous games like had it, thunder sword and whatever swinging around stuff like that. Yeah, what was it? The Moonblade from the original one. I believe that's in pretty much every game. Phil was telling me every um, yes. from software game. But no, I'm excited. I'm still in the hunt for an Xbox. Um, I, I would give you mine at work, but you can't really get it home. The what about that? And you're not in work at the moment. Oh, no. That's so, it. and I'm going away next week anyway. So I suppose it can wait until the week after. Yeah. Oh, I just want to play so much. I'm going to end up picking this up on my Steam Deck about you. Don't. Oh, I want to play it too. Right, I've, so, I've got some credit with CEX. Oh, I, I can't buy it phys- physically because I've got a Series S. I've got oh, Series S. Digitally. Ah, uh, uh, oh well. Well, what I might do is I might buy it on Steam Deck so I can play it while I'm away, and I'm gonna get back and get an Xbox buy it digitally then. <laughs> right. No, because you you're gonna have to read all your progress. You might as well just wait until you come back. And just I, know, but I really want to play it. I, I really, really want to play it. Oh, I even no. had to look to see if any of the old Armored Cores were available on Steam. Do you know, like okay. um, Verdict Day or something? Yes. And they're not. So I've got Verdict Day in the basement, but it's on 360. I've got Verdict Day... <laughs> in a box behind you? Possibly in the box that's behind me. <laughs> if not, definitely in the loft. Because uh, I went through and I had Armored Core 4, Answer 5, and Verdict Day... I yeah. don't know where my Armored Core 4s disappeared to. So I'm going to have to hunt around ju- just for sake of completeness. Fantastic. Well, talk about games to play. There was one game that you were so excited to play. I think, did you buy it and then it came to No. This oh, no, no, no. Sorry, this game. So ju- just start off with the game so we know what we're talking about first. Oh, okay, well, we're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Yes. So this game, I was going to buy, but they announced it was coming straight to Game Pass because oh, I distinctly remember saying, at least that saved me like 25 quid or whatever <laughs> it was. So The amount of times it happens to you, it's just inevitable. Yeah, this uh, DLC just seems to be getting better and better every time I see it. So I they've know, announced... 
we're getting yet another new character on top of Usagi, the samurai ronin rabbit. rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've got um, Karai coming in as well. Is it Karai it's pronounced? Yeah, I think it's Ka- Karai. So Please. I don't know if she is in this, but typically she tends to be um, Shredder's daughter. You can see, well, we, she looks like a Foot Clan member, at least. Look at yes. her. I think, yes, yeah, Foot Clan. Evil. So she looks like she's a very good crowd control character from the trailer as well. Okay. Don't know how so strong I, she is. I've not watched the trailer, so I don't Oh, have you not know. seen the trailer? Well, no. again, trailer will be available on our website or in the show notes. Now, on top of this, we're getting a new mode. We're getting survival mode, which actually, you know how much I hate survival modes. Oh, oh yeah, I do. I hate any mode that sets you up to fail purposely. <laughs> yeah. However, well, this looks quite interesting. Um, has this got an end to it, or is it just over when you die? I do not know. Because you said you don't mind it if there's an end to it. Yes, I don't mind it if, like, a horde mode. I just don't like, like, an endless survival mode. Yeah. Now, I don't know, because even in the trailer, it shows them failing. Because then it shows that you get all the experience once you've completed it, and it tallies everything up. When you complete a mission, though, you seem to have a choice of maybe two different power-ups to take into the next round. Okay. So one that's in the trailer that it shows is they pick, they do triple damage. However, they take triple damage as well. Yeah. So it's like you go with the safe one that maybe gives you a little bit extra health or something that makes you like super powerful. Yeah, an absolute glass cannon, yeah. (laughs) So I'm definitely going to give that a go. I love this game with the exception of trying to get all of the objectives on the mission. Oh, yeah. Anything that says do not get hit is hit. like, there's no point in even trying to do that. No, I, I, I've not even done the one on the first level yet, let alone the final mission where you can't get hit. Do you know what? I've actually got closer on the final mission than I have the first level. I really? Yeah. I, I was playing I got the to the... Asher, and oh, there no. was no word I'd ever, ever, ever be able to get it done, especially with them two, because, you know, yeah. second walkers are in the hit straight away. I think, see, that's the thing, though. Even if the other player gets hit, you lose it. Yeah. So you can't even just try and go in multiplayer and go, just be like a meat shield for me, protect me, because that won't work either. No. Now, on top of that as well, you also get new skins and new stages, and one of the stages looks really cool. It's actually a comic book. Okay. So So as you're fighting... Yeah, as you're fighting through the comic book, you can see other panels around you. And I don't know if it's a filter to do with that stage or it's new skins, but the turtles are in black and white, and the only thing that distinguishes them is the color of the bandana. That's cool. So it does look pretty cool. And this will be out not long after this podcast on the 31st of August, and it's only £6.99. Not too bad, especially if it's adding quite a few more stages, because I'm guessing it's more story missions, basically, is going into it. It looks it, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the whole, there's like a whole story around it where you're going through different dimensions. Oh, Hence no. the name, Shredder's Revenge Dimensional Shell Shock. Just realised, I've not got the achievement for getting all characters to level 10. If these two come in, are these also characters going to level 10 to get the achievement? Probably afterwards? not. Typically, it does. it's, it's the original the set of characters. Ones. 
Got you. In all fairness, neither have I. I think I still need to get like two or three of them up. Yeah. Maybe we can jump up and uh, jump on and get some level ups. Try and go. Well, I try and do it with Sam and Asher. Like I'm, I'm leaving them to go fight. And uh, I mean, Samson does well. Ash just gets his butt kicked, so he doesn't get the kills yeah. to try and get me the levels. Well, that's what it's based on, isn't it? I think yeah, do you need, if I remember right, like fifteen hundred kills to get up yeah. to the max level or something. But yeah, it looks pretty impressive. And six ninety nine, even though I don't technically on the game because it's in game pass i hope it's still in game pass at least it is still in game pass now because it's i it, i've still got an xbox and it's still right i played it the other day with the boys uh but even if it does go to ground we need to keep an eye if Katie does leave because then pick it up at the game pass price yeah well i still have that teenage mutant ninja turtles collection on the switch that i bought last time oh, yeah. you and phil came around and we never touched it I can't it's one one of my sealed switch games that i need to open <laughs> we'll play it next time i'm over, I'm over. Mm. so we're over well now that we've got some of the smaller new releases out the way as always if you're enjoying this podcast I'd like you to take a moment and leave us a review on your favourite podcasting app as I say it only takes a minute it's completely free plus if you want to support us further you can do so from only £1 per month where you will receive an ad-free version of the podcast and you'll even get a shout out in our next episode talking of shout outs <laughs> we do our shout out to our two Patreon subscribers as it is. So thank you very much, Short Gizmo and Bobby Socks. Now, continuing, Barry's Year of the Handheld. <laughs> oh, my days. Yet another handheld is coming along. And I think this is starting to get a little bit excessive, if I'm being honest. So we talked about the Pimax portal probably last year. Maybe maybe the year before, actually. Yeah, I can't remember we, now. We, we spoke about so many handhelds and that over the time. I don't remember speaking about this one. But I looked at it today, and it looks quite impressive. Yeah, so the claim to fame with this one is it's one half handheld and one half VR headset. Yes. And one half and Switch. Handheld. <laughs> I was about to say Switch. So kind yeah. of three parts to it. It is quite an impressive piece of kit. Um, and it's not overly expensive but obviously the Pax portal that came out i think it came out back in january this year right so we almost certainly talked about it last year yeah so that's already been knocking about for a bit but we're going to focus on the Pimax portal retro because Mm -hmm. that's just been released and it's a light version of it so instead of having detachable controllers they're having cameras on the back it's basically like switch lights just all in one together. Yeah, that's a brilliant way to actually describe it, actually, like a Switch Lite. Now, like the Switch Lite, though, it is missing a few of the features of its bigger brother, though, isn't it? Yes, so it's no longer got the 4K LCD screen. It's gone down to 2K. However, they do say the reason the 4K was because it would then have the feasibility to use the VR headset fully. So you can understand why they've taken that off because it also gives it a cheaper price tag as well. A 4K on this size of device, so that's absolutely insane. That is ridiculous compared to you know how many handheld providers said we can't do 4K, where they've just gone, we can. Well, yeah, and it's it's obviously going to have a detriment to its performance if you're playing a game and it's oh, trying yeah, to render at 4K. Now, I would imagine it'd be like a lot of the Samsung phones where the phone can do this really high resolution, but they out the box kind of limit it down. 
So the fact that this has a 2K screen, that's I don't think that's an issue whatsoever. And it's still powered by the same processor, isn't it? Yeah, so it's still using the Snapdragon XR2, mm. uh, which is in uh, the Better Quest 2. So it's, it's, oh, right. it's used in quite a few different devices, but yeah, mainly the Quest 2 utilizes this uh, this chip anyway. So yeah, it's more than adequate. Because um, an interesting, I think you were saying that it runs up to GameCube, N64, and PlayStation games without an issue. So if you really I'll take it, that's PlayStation them, 2. Yes. Sorry, I was going to say, my, my little devices I pick up <laughs> 50 quid can do the PlayStation 1. Now, unfortunately, it doesn't have the removable controllers. No, no, it doesn't. It's bigger brother, which would have still been nice, the fact that you could maybe give one to someone else to play with, or you could even connect it up to your TV, sit back on the couch and use them wireless that way. So it's... yeah. It's a shame it hasn't got that, but I can understand that's probably one of the places they've cut down the price. However, looking at the prices of the actual portal, I think these are really, really well-priced, to be honest. Oh, definitely. Now, what you've got to remember is when you get these out of the box, they are just what you see is just the... Screen and the controls and the charging yeah. cable, that's it. You don't get the dock, so you'd have to pay for that on top. Obviously, the VR headsets, um, which, you know, again, looking at them, it's not that big of a price jump to purchase these as well. So it, it's quite, it is a lot together, but to have to have such a versatility between having a handheld, a docking station, yeah. and the VR headset all in one, it's not that mo- massive price tag on it. Well, no, if the good thing about it all being sold separately, at least, is you only purchase the bits that you want. So if you just wanted this for a VR headset, you don't need to buy the dock. Now, if this Pimax Portal Retro, this new light version of it, was released in a vacuum, I'd say, oh, really good price. It's, what is it, about 270 euros, I think I saw. Well, it's 299, I saw. Right. So three hundred dollars then. Yeah. That I think that's a fair price. I'm not being funny. It's the price that you pay for something like the Logitech G Cloud. Yes. However, when you can pay just seventy dollars more and get a better quality screen, plus the ability to expand it in the future with other accessories, plus the removable um not Joy Cons. Yeah. I was at that point thing. i'm like mm, is the low price of the next model up too close to the point where maybe it might entice more people to buy that higher model but I not think necessarily do the should have been more sort of the price tag they were going yeah. for with the light version to kind of draw in that because like you said only 70 dollars difference for the removal ha- the removal controllers and that can't get my words out today um we'll let you off your close. <laughs> thanks but then i'm looking at that one so the original pimax paul all right well for 30 dollars more you can double the storage from 128 gig to 256 <laughs> all right mm, do you know at least between that and the qled version there's a <laughs> there's like bigger 150 dollars jump 
yeah. that's the point where I'm like, oh yeah, may- maybe I don't need, I don't need that higher end one. But yeah, four hundred dollars. What is that? About three sixteen for us? Oh, it, it's it's probably be much more than that. We always get screwed over in the UK, don't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's about three hundred and fifty pounds. Like. But uh, don't forget, on top of those prices, I would imagine you've got to pay your VAT or your tax. Yes. Well, with it, they also do have the expandable storage if needed. You know, with these yeah. as they are into devices, you know, you can run it through Game Pass. So you can stream games or well, stream any sort of service you can do to it. So mm. the versatility is there. It's See, a the... very impressive. However, the controls do make me be, feel a bit weird because they're magnetic rather than slotted on. That's the only. <laughs> bit it's a bit odd because they do just... i don't know it depends how strong the magnet is yeah. um because i recently got a little action camera to take away okay. with me do you know the one i was showing you the little insta 361 yes and one of the features it has is you can put this little pendant around your neck and you put it underneath your top oh, and it connects you using a magnet and i'm like ah oh, it's just gonna fall off and when you use it it's like, hang on, just line it up properly. There we go. It, it's, it's really strong. <laughs> like, it's just, if you don't line it up right, like, if it's off center like that, it'll come it's off not going really. to pull magnets up. But yeah, if you get, <laughs> if you get it on, <laughs> it's actually surprisingly strong. So I guess it is down. So if magnets that they've used to. Yeah. What I suppose with these, though. If you kind of push Flex. them inwards, then the magnet yeah. would probably pop pop off a lot hard, uh, a lot easier than if you just pulled laterally against. Yeah, them. when I saw, because I, I watched the video and as it goes in it, he kind of flexed it to pop it off. Yeah, pulling it off. Yeah, I don't know. To be honest, for the price of them though, even the retro, I'd probably say the retro is the least appealing of the lot of them. Oh yeah, obviously. Cause it's, but these are significantly more appealing than the Logitech version. Well, and or even think about it, the Switch, that's the same price as Switch. Yeah, I know, but uh, it's different. The it Switch different. has got the it games, is. hasn't it? Now it, it does. It does. I know I've mentioned it before. Android, it's not. It's not necessarily the place you go to play games. Yeah, I wouldn't say the iPhone was, but. Unfortunately, people put a lot more effort into the iPhone versions of games. Like we, we've talked about a few times, Genshin Impact. Yes. Play a controller on the iPhone. For some reason, you can't do it on the uh, Android version. But I think it's quite maybe it's a, a retro console and something that you can jump onto Xbox Game Pass with on the cloud streaming. It, it looks pretty cool. This looking at it, I think this is actually one of the more appealing handhelds we've spoken about to me. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely within the top five. We've talked about a lot of handhelds and I'll be honest, the only two currently that are standing out are not including the Switch would be Steam Deck and the ROG Ally. Yeah. This definitely has enough to stand out from what is becoming a very crowded space it is and i think i think what it's got going for it is the versatility it's got yes well. you know yep. it's because um i know we spoke about the vr headset side but 
you can also use it as an augmented reality games. So it, as you're using it, the cameras track out your area, and you can yeah. play augmented reality games as well in your hands, not alone, not alone, just using it with a VR headset. Yeah. So. And again, like the Switch, you can get the dock, connect it to your TV, chuck it in, play some games on your TV as well. Yeah. Right. Well, from something really versatile and really futuristic, should we go to something that's wood paneled? <laughs> stuck in the past. Yes. <laughs> so the Atari 2600 returns again. It feels like every other week we're getting a new version of the Atari 2600, if I'm Just being honest. give you more games. Oh, yeah. However, this one looks like a very faithful reproduction of the original system from, I want to say, 1977? Definitely in the 70s, way before I was born, at least. And It, it looks old, but that's that's the point of it. Well, yeah, but it looks, more importantly, it looks extremely faithful to the original system to the point where potentially someone on a casual glance might not realize this is a new system until they look on the back and see a HDMI port. No, well, that's the thing, I think, because it, it's obviously kind of hidden at the back. You can't tell. Mm. So you're like, sweet. You know, it still looks retro from the front. It's the main, yes. main part. It looks faithful to it, you know. Because we talked about early in the year, was it My Arcade were doing like a collaboration with Atari? And they had that. Yes. It looked quite nice, but like a more futuristic, sleeker version of the 2600. And it, it looked like a nice system, and especially the handheld, because it was white and orange. It looked cool. But it didn't look authentic. It didn't look like the original 2600. Now, like, this new... Go on. I was about to say, I like the fact that it's compatible with pre, with cartridges from the 2600 and 7800. Yes. So it's not just got games built in. It's not just got games built in and that. Or... Well, it doesn't come with games built in, but it does oh, come it with a 10-in-1 cartridge. cartridge. Yeah. Still, I, I like the fact they've made it a cartridge system, so you can use your previous cartridges if someone's got them sat somewhere. Just yeah. Just them in and replay them again. Yeah, and the 10-in-1 cartridge, it's got, I don't know if it's say heavy hitters, but definitely some of the most popular 2600 games. I I never played the game, but Adventure, wasn't that the one that was in? Um, yes, it was. Ready, Ready Player, Player. One, which was, yes. He had to play that, which is a secret room. I was going to say that, um, that that's where everyone knows that game from, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, I combat. Like, oh, I remember that. <laughs> surely you've at least heard of Missile Command. Yes. Where the missiles come down, you got to shoot them. So yeah. it's got a few games. So just really quickly, I'll just rattle through them. Adventure, Combat, Dodgem, Haunted House, Maze Craze, Missile Command, Real Sports, Surround, Video Pinball, and Yars Revenge. Who doesn't like pinball? Yes. Well, mm, maybe not on this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Depends what the yeah. physics are like. It's definitely not going to have the visuals. But the fact that you get some of the most popular games on the system with the actual system. And it does appear that they are releasing a few other games as well on cartridges. As you just mentioned, you can also bring your original 2600 and 7800 cartridges across and play them as well. Do you know what? I'd love to go into like 
game or something, and they have some cartridges on their shelves for the 2600. <laughs> what a you're world walking, we live you'd in. See, you'd see the Atari uh, new console on the shelf, and they'd even have some cartridges there with like, other collections to go with it. Well, when I worked in Argos over Christmas a few years ago, didn't I send yeah. you a picture of like what the top-selling Christmas uh, gifts yeah. was? And then um, it was like PlayStation 4, Red Dead Redemption 2 pack and that. And then number one, Sega Mega Drive. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what world are we living in? It's good people miss it. They want to relive their childhood. They do. Sometimes it's nice to have simpler games as well. Red, Red, Red Dead Redemption 2 is great. You know, all the freedom you get. But sometimes you just want to get a Mega Drive and play a bit of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Well, it's just... Jumping to much simpler games yes. where they weren't buggy, 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 and... Oh, just... no, they were buggy. I know, but not to the point where... Sometimes that was a feature, though. It was. Just added to it. I remember um, Sonic 3D Blast. It has a bug in it where if it crashes, so that it didn't fail Sega's internal kind of testing... If it mm. crashed, instead of showing an error message, it'd send you straight to a level select, and it popped up with a message along the top going, wow, you found the secret level select. <laughs> <laughs> so what you used to do is when you were playing the game, you'd just be tapping the top of the cartridge and wiggle it a little bit until it crashed. And I'd go, so you wow, you found the secret level select. And you're like, easy. <laughs> also a bit, a bit, che- bit cheeky, a bit cheeky, but ingenious at the same time. Oh, that was actually quite funny. Yeah, just, just hit it. You're like, oh. Well, before we wrap up, what are your thoughts about bringing consoles back like this? Would you like to see a true, say, um, a PlayStation re-release where they add HDMI on it, make it a bit more energy efficient? I'm not talking about a mini console. I'm like on about something you can play your original games on. I don't see why not. Um, I think people would pick them up. Yeah. I think people would. I really do. Because I definitely think there's an appetite for games like this. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, with PlayStation, they could release the... Um, uh, sorry, Sony would release the PlayStation and have it. So, I mean, they can't do collections like they are here. They can't do 10 of one on the disc, but have it well, within... Oh, they could do, yeah. depending on the game. <laughs> Yeah, and also depending on what uh, driver they put into it. So if they did put a Blu-ray drive into it, well, okay, see why. Well, I don't think they go put a Blu-ray drive in just because of the cost, but <laughs> like, certainly if you put a DVD drive in it. If you place the Blu-ray into it, you can play, you know, there's 20 games in one, there's Blu-ray disc. A Blu-ray disc. I'm fairly certain a Blu-ray disc could fit almost every popular PlayStation Boy, game and all the unpopular <laughs> ones as well. Now... <sighs> It'd be nice to see them re-release some consoles, but in a way that you could play your old games and use your old peripherals on it maybe for more modern TVs. Maybe do a run on them. So maybe not yeah. release them, but do, okay, so we're going to release, we're going to do a batch, we're going to sort of, I don't know, maybe say, okay, sell go up, but we're going to do however many get bought within the first sort of, I don't know, six months. And then I know, but the that. problem with that, as we've seen time and time again, scalpers... Yeah, okay. they just ruin yeah. it for everyone. Yeah, I'll give you that. So, 
right. If it was something that maybe they they had had a limited run, but it was more like a year or two, and they made sure that they just kept up with demand. Yeah. Even if they release them in phases and like, oh yeah, we're sold out, but don't worry, we're definitely doing another phase next week or something. At least that way, it would keep the demand for the ones that the scalpers again at least a lot lower so if they're not making money they're not going to scalp them as much and they'll try still oh yeah oh obviously they'll try and it would also be nice if as well as releasing these they release re-release some games on it as well so say you had a playstation one well sony could come out and bring out i don't know siphon filter you know, re-release them. Yeah, um, games that kind of didn't... Gran Turismo 1 and yet. 2. Yeah. Yeah, just do re-releases and make sure they look similar to the original games, you know, for that nostalgic purposes. But obviously, just put it to re-release or you could heave, even have it on a new label. So do you remember you used to get the Platinum games so you'd have yes. games that sold well? You could have Grand Theft, uh, sorry, Gran Turismo 2, and it could be labeled as like Platinum Classic or something to say that it is a re-release of a... Or Retro Collection or... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Retro Classics or something, you know, something like that. I don't think that'd be a nice way, but whether or not companies would be willing to invest the time and money. I'm not being funny. If Sega done it with a Saturn, I'd I'd just throw all my money at them. Well, I was about to say, what Sega... Because it obviously would be Sega... You would love to do it. So yes. I was about to ask you which console, but beat me to it. I'd be interested even if they done, say, a PlayStation 1, because that's a console I still haven't had a lot of experience with. Um, I was yeah. always a Sega fan, then I went to Nintendo and Xbox. I've played a lot of PS1, um, a chunk of PS2, but Dude, the first home console. And well, I've still never played a Spyro Xbox. game. I've got my collection. I can't play it at the minute because I've got the desk drive, but I've got my, <laughs> got my oh, Spyro collection. No. It's all right. When we get a Series X, it'll be fine. Well, well, I suppose that's enough daydreaming, to be honest. Yeah. So, with that, that's all we've got for this week. If you'd like to see anything about what we talked about in this episode, you can view our full show notes at retrogamingdads.co.uk. And we've been the Retro Gal, Retro Dads even, and we'll see you next week.